Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Dove. And you're listening to Crying Amazing Crazy. Try and say that for you guys. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) Crying Amazing Crazy. Crying Amazing Crazy. Crying Amazing Crazy. Crying Amazing Crazy. Got it. You'll find out why later. Um, So this is our podcast all about crying. And we chose to do this podcast because... Well, um, right now we're experiencing some dark political times. Um, Super dark. Very, very dark. Um, And Delane and I have found ourselves crying (laughs) more than usual. Um, But not just at the bad things that are going on. We've also been crying because, honestly, it's really nice to see the good yeah, emotions humanity. are running high Yeah, on the daily. Um, right. I think I should also back up a second and just let everyone know we used to diligently produce a blog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, things got shitty and my momentum is all spent on fighting the powers that be. So I feel like this is just like an easier way for us to express our opinions something kind of light-hearted crying very yes. light-hearted crying <laughs> <laughs> um but Dell's a badass she's been um actually doing shit and i think a lot of people are just saying things so i admire her you're well, my role thank model. you i'm running out of steam <laughs> we'll see how long it continues yeah. but keep crying keep crying everyone yeah well for me actually i'm kind of still struggling with feeling comfortable crying in front of other people. Mm. I cry in front of my husband a lot. Um, (laughs) I cry when I drink, by the way. Cheers, Delane. Cheers. We're drinking a crier's beverage, rosé. But I really, I hate that feeling, though, of holding in your crying when you have that lump in your throat. Totally. And it's really uncomfortable. I hate when I go to the movies and I'm self-conscious about people sitting next to me seeing tears like right. streaming down my face over really dumb scenes in movies. So like holding it in. Yeah. <laughs> Suppressing your crying. Yeah, like when I saw Click, the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> what? And actually was touched to the point of crying. That's hilarious. That's, that was embarrassing. Or times when I um, am watching the DVD special features and they're showing the face of a character who had died in the in the movie and... Um, it's triggering for me. Those are the sounds of LA in the background, in case yes. anyone is scared. We're reporting live from Glassell Park. Yes, and tomorrow's trash day, so those are trash cans out there. Anyway, um, you just said something that reminded me of like this current Gloria Steinem quote where she talks about rage crying. And she says, you know, I'm, I'm crying because I'm angry, and because I'm angry, I'm crying, and I will live longer than you. So, like, in other words, it's getting out what you need to get out because you're to the point of no return. So I really liked that. Um, Like, you know, so when I cry at work, I know, like, I'm not crying because I'm a puss. Like, I'm crying because I'm pissed. I have a puss. (laughs) And it's pissed. And it's fucking pissed right now. So My puss is pissed, you guys. Get away. I'm pissed. Um, But, yeah, do we want to jump into... One of our hopefully weekly features of things that made us cry this week. Sure. Um, But before we do that, I did want to go back a little bit further. Oh, Um, Since this is our first episode, 
I wanted to ask you, Delane, if you can remember the first time, like some of your earliest memories of crying or things that made you cry that I'm sure maybe startled you that you were having an emotional reaction. I to. feel like any memories of early crying are because of my brother. No, because like because he was being mean. Yeah, because we were like jerks to each (laughs) other. Yeah, we're very close in age. He's not cute. And I just remember like fighting or like poking the bear and him hitting me and me crying like mommy and he hit me and then her what did you do like what you know I I forget is your brother younger or older younger oh cheers again cheers to younger bros yeah we're both older sisters. And, um, yeah, so any early memories. And I do remember, like, going to E.T. when we were little. And, like, both of us were scared, though. Like, we were afraid of the alien. And, like, I'm pretty sure we both cried during E.T., but not for, like, emotional reasons. Just because you were scared? We were scared of it, yeah. (laughs) I remember being really scared. The movies that made me cry from fear as a child were... Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but like not the scene that everyone is always scared of. Um, not the tunnel, tunnel. scene, mm-hmm. right? The psychedelic Chocolate tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> I was really scared of the girl when she turns into a huge oh, blueberry. Yeah. For some reason, that just <laughs> fucking terrified me. Just, I just in case. I didn't like the popping of the buttons. <laughs> I didn't like how she just, I was like, what's going to happen to her when yeah. they're rolling her out? Like, what is going to happen to her? I was really concerned. That's adorable. And later on, when I was a little bit, well, oh, also um, that movie, The Witches, that based on the Roll Doll um, book. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Where they get turned into mice and Angelica, I think it's Angelica Houston. It's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. As like the main witch. For some reason, that terrified me when they got turned into... Maybe I just don't like people turning into things. Because <laughs> I was scared when they were turned into mice. I was like, I don't want to be ever turned into a mouse. Even though I love mice. Um, and then later and down, mice. I was really scared and crying when uh, my mom thought it was a good idea to watch The Exorcist. What? How it, old were it you? It was on TV, too. So it wasn't even like the full... Like, oh, fucking, wow. Like, yeah, yeah. It was just... I. Masturbation with the cross. (laughs) Like, that wasn't part of it. That wasn't even part of it. I was scared of when she walked backwards down or... Oh, right. What did she do? I don't know. Turning She did, like, spider crawling down the stairs. all the weird acrobatic stuff. That makes sense. I remember my mom telling me when she saw that movie in the theaters when it first came out, um, they they were laughing at the part where she pissed herself and who was they like the audience my, no my yeah my mom and her sister oh. were like laughing when she uh-huh. peed herself and then like a guy behind them was like keep laughing and then later like they were scared shitless and because of the guy in the theater yeah not probably like he creep. made them pee their pants themselves i don't know but yeah Ew. so i could see that being like super those were my scary fearful crying but the first time I was like, I didn't understand why I was, why tears were coming out of my oh. eyes was um, Macaulay Culkin dying in oh. I was wrecked. Like, like to the point where my wrecked. mom had to like tuck me in oh, and wow. like, it's okay, stop crying. Like Aww. the movie's over. Like it's I was, real. <laughs> I was crying like after the movie was over, crying in my, like crying myself to sleep. That's so funny. <laughs> 
Because Macaulay rocked my world, man. And he just, was so adorable. Was so, then. And then that, but that movie was so good at showing grief, I yeah. feel. And especially for young kids to yes. watch it and like understand grief in that way. And so like I guess because as a child I never really thought about one of my friends, totally. let alone my crush Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> dying. You know? Right. You don't think of your peers dying. So right. those are some of yeah. Your early my crying. girl is like the main one, I think, that left an impact. <laughs> but let's talk about things that we cried about this week. This week. Things that made us cry this you week. Go first? Sure, but I love that Mel has a list on paper in front of her. That's I love that. Why? Because yours is on a phone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm analog and you're digital. Digital. Yeah, um, I feel like this week a ton of commercials made me cry. Um, yeah, and if you have the same one as me, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Well, sh- I'll, there's two that I have. Okay. So. We can both talk. I mean, one was an American greeting card Wait, commercial. I think we should... Okay. And the other one was one, two, three, let's say... The Gap. Oh. I hate you so much. <laughs> Mine was The Gap too. So, so good. Yeah, maybe so we could good. talk about that together. Yeah, totally. Um, why don't you describe what's happening in this commercial? So, in this commercial, seen. which I know we've both seen it because it's on Hulu. Right, of course. We don't have cable. Um, and those commercials tend to repeat. Yeah. <laughs> and it repeats so much, but literally every single time I right. tear up, right at the very end. Yes, when, when you see her face. Yes. It's <laughs> so good. 100%, exactly. Okay, so... Setting the scene um, is it's a teacher walking in her classroom. The entire classroom are uh, children of color. And um, the teacher, it's like a call and repeat activity. So the teacher is saying, what if I'm not strong enough? And all the kids together say, I'm going to push through. And they have like hand movements that they do every time. It's amazing. Um, it's so inspiring. Yeah, I just actually Me literally, too. even though it's like 500 degrees in here, yeah. Um, and so, anyways, the name of the teacher is Jasmine Wright. She's a real teacher. Oh, wow. You, like, did research on I this. I did do research. Look at you. I just so, got emotional and was like, yes, you can, little Muslim girl. You are the future. <laughs> like, yeah, so those are her real students. Nice. And, wow. Yeah, it's at Frederick Douglass Elementary. She's a third grade teacher in Philadelphia. Wow. Um, and so that was really cool, just seeing that it was real and it wasn't this, like, yeah, fake... Yeah. Um, situation and those are her real students. Wow. Mm-hmm. Also, I know like a lot of commercials now are like using the politically charged movement to like sell us stuff, but I kind of don't care. I'm glad they're doing it. I think it's like reaffirming and like we all see each other and as long as it's not a fucking Kardashian hand well, a Coca Cola can. Right. However, if yeah. the message is done. If the message is delivered in an appropriate way and the message is makes sense. When the people that are creating the product consult real people. Pe- real people. Yeah. Then I think it works, which this perfectly like it's a real teacher. Like this is really yes, her classroom. So it's, it's a it's real teacher amazing. and um, she's also a spoken word poet. She's oh, wow. been a teacher for eight years. Um, and she says it was a natural artistic response to dealing with challenges in school academically and socially, creating wow. this call and response thing. I love and it. And so it was a viral video in 2016. Oh, um, wow. So it's been around for about a year. And um, when it went viral, 
um, I think that's when it caught sure. Gap's eye. Right, right. Um, Which is even better. Like, they just gave her a larger platform. Yeah, and wow. she said that, and it's cool, like, um, if we can play the, we'll see after we end this podcast, if we can actually play it so you can hear. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe not just, like, maybe not the Gap commercial, but actually play the sound to the YouTube video. Right. Um, that was in 2016, mm-hmm. because that one is a bit longer, oh, and because sure. she adds things at the end, like, oh, wow. um, she says, uh, what, um, what about Barack Obama? He pushed through, what about Michelle Obama? She pushed nice. through, what about Nelson Mandela? He pushed through, wow. and she names all these amazing, like, civil rights leaders yeah. and stuff. I know. Oh, I'm gonna cry Seriously. right now. Also, that, like... I don't know if you're done, but it kind of leads into my next one. Oh, um, yeah, I think, I guess the only, the couple other things that I found out about this that were kind of cool was the fact that, um, she said that this warm-up exercise that she does with the kids actually makes a difference and that she is seeing them have more confidence in themselves and, uh, pursue challenges academically. Wow. Um, I love teachers. It's just like positive reinforcement, basically. She also started a nonprofit called the Push Through Organization, which offers, um, they have like teaching workshops and books and, um, all kinds of stuff for schools and other organizations. Um, but if you find her Facebook page, it's really awesome. Yeah. So if you just like Google push through organization, you'll find Mm. their website and they have, um, yeah, they have, um, like links to their social media, which I thought would be an official push through organization, but it's straight up her personal Facebook page. Oh, I love it. I love it. So I'm like stalking her. Yes. Um, and she posts all these videos of other children like around the world that are reciting I'm gonna push through including Ah. like kids in like Nigeria and like it's like global um and she has a really cute picture of her with the students like on the last day of school um she got them all Spelman college t-shirts that says future Spelman student which is where she went to college um and there's going to be a documentary component to the Gap commercial. No way. Uh, that Gap is doing where she, Jasmine, talks about her experiences and her teaching philosophies and mm. stuff like that. Um, That's rad. I love but that. before we... Sorry to take over yours, no, but this totally. is the only thing I brought today. So. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, bef- I did want to read this quote that she had in an interview about like this... Uh, teaching philosophy and this call and response thing. So she said, I want, I want them to know that they are bigger than any adversity that life presents with them with. Um, I want them to know that there are others who have pushed through. And so since they did it, they can do it. They have to keep going because they have to be an example for someone else, whether it's a sibling or a child or a friend, someone is watching their strength and someone needs their strength to make themselves better, to help themselves get through. So it's all about like setting an example for others like yeah and I think that's also what I really appreciated about like when companies get it right is you know using people and people of color in positive non-stereotypical ways like yeah versus the Pepsi ad and yeah exactly and this like you said before this is totally 
her telling her story. Right, it's right. not because if you look at the video that went viral viral in 2016, it's identical to this except mm. for the lo- length of adding the more names at the end. Right, 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 right. Um, and they're all wearing Gap, right? <laughs> no, they're all yeah. <laughs> they're also all wearing Gap. Yeah. No, um. And then they start swing dancing. <laughs> yes. With a, all of a sudden, like, the background drops and it's just white in the background. <laughs> in khakis. Yeah. Hashtag 90s. I know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That, I'm I, glad I... That's so cool that so you funny. looked that up and, like, did all this research because I would have never done that or, yeah, looked into it. Um, I feel like all of mine kind of follow the same theme. Um, well, this one is a, a side bar very shortly. Basically, I cried over every single Instagram photo of Barry on his birthday. Like, everyone paying tribute. Oh I was my just God. like, all day long. Like, all day long. Like, Barry, come Wow, back. a nice human. Right. Who can speak full sentences and not destroy us with nuclear war. Um, also, NPR did a, a quick story on the new Step documentary that's coming out mm. it's about um, a Baltimore step team mm-hmm. and kind of the same thing like um, using this as an escape from their own difficult lives um, to kind of reaffirm themselves and get themselves thinking as like members of a team with a purpose and moving forward and you know aspiring for college and I'm not explaining it well but yeah, the description, um, the, 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 the trailer is very moving and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like these girls are, you know, escaping poverty and abusive households and just going to the step through class, step through step and like mm-hmm. being inspired and, um, really wanting, and the, you know, the leader of the step group just obviously wanting to like make a difference in girls' lives in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, they, they, they do a bunch of step movements in homage to all of the people and the uprising and like what's going on in Baltimore with the police force. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, I haven't seen it, but you know, Sundance. So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be good. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, did you see, speaking of commercials, uh-huh. did you see, um, the Amy McGrath for Congress commercial? No. Okay, so it's this woman who's running for Kentucky's 6th Congressional District, Mm -hmm. um, which has been uh, for for a really long... Oh, since 2013, it's been Republican... um, It's been Republican Congressman Andy Barr, who's basically uh, Mitch McConnell's hand-picked congressman. Oh, Barr. And so you should watch um, this woman's uh, commercial for running for Congress... She um, is like a long-term, she was involved in the military for a long time. Just a year ago, she was the lieutenant colonel and a teaching, uh, she was teaching political science at the U.S. Naval Academy, so she's been in the Navy for a really long time, but her story is really just that she was always told no, that she can't be a pilot. Like her dream was to land on the Navy. I'm so not somebody with a military background, but you know, the, their docks that they have in the ocean. Yeah. 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 Those short landing strips. Yeah. Yeah. So her dream was always to fly and land on that and like be involved in that. Right. And so she was always told no. And then when she finally graduated high school, they had changed the policy, so she was able to join the Naval Academy. 
Um, but she had started like a letter writing campaign yes. to try and get women um, being able to be pilots. And when was this? Like, how was? She's older. Um, I don't know exactly. Like, she looks like she's probably in her fifties oh, or something. Okay, okay. It's not like this happened five years ago. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, um, I don't know. It's just like you know, since the twenty sixteen presidential election, mm-hmm. um, so many women have stepped up. For sure. And numerically, statistically, eleven thousand women have chosen to pursue. Uh, public office right. and her her uh, video is just really awesome because she's like this badass yeah. like military person right who hopefully will be attractive to right. more central yeah <laughs> centrist um mm-hmm. or right um leaning folks sure. that have they're right leaning but are sane and kind right right right, right. um and She's just really awesome. You should watch the video. It made you cry. <laughs> it made me tear up for real. Even though I'm not really, as I mentioned, like a military person, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, have that background or strong understanding. Right. Um, or affinity for yeah. the military. <laughs> um, but actually when I, I had seen a couple of people posted on Facebook and was like, uh, like even though it was one of those things where it was like, right. watch this amazing video. When I saw that she was... Um, it was military focused. I right. was kind of like, mm, I don't really need to see that. Right, right. But then when I watched it and heard her story, I was really moved, and it kind of made me remember, like, recently one of my friends actually, like, said something really uh, amazing, and he said that um, we're all drowning right now, but we're reaching for yachts. Like, you know, like, we're, so, like, just because she's this person that's, like, perhaps Mm pro-military, she's, like, has such strong ideals and is doing things like fighting for trans people and all this stuff. So I shouldn't, like... I see. Yeah. Find this... I think a lot of times right now people, like, on the left... So this is the problem. Bernie or or bust people or whatever, it's, like... They're looking for this perfect exactly candidate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and but we're drowning. You we're can't drowning. You can't fucking do that. reach for right. a yacht. Which is why I voted and for Hillary. For which is why I voted for Hillary Clinton, loud and proud. Yeah. Like, because hello, this is the disaster we're in. Which actually reminds me of this article I read in the funny enough Cosmopolitan magazine, <laughs> um, all about like the Kam- Kamala Harris haters, mm. um, saying like. We, as a black woman wrote it, like, black women are not here to be your messiah and save you and save everything. Kind of the same concept. Like, she's not perfect, but she is, like, the best right now to handle shit. And she shouldn't be expected to solve all of the problems and carry right. all of the way and be the perfect candidate. Because what she's pro and, and good on is is for everything that we all need to fight for. So, right. Anyway, yeah, that's our political rant. Like our health care and... <laughs> right, and prison, fixing the prison systems. Right, and... which is what this person, um, you know, Amy McGrath is all about. Mm-hmm. That was like what inspired her to run was right. the health care, um, the danger that our health care is in. Yeah, The yeah. repeal of the that's amazing. ACA. So, I mean, that's what every, or so many people have said that like 45... <laughs> 
has done the one thing that Barry never could, which is, like, bring people out and be activists and, like, fight for what you want and what you believe. Like, that's all he ever wanted from the American people. And we were like, you got it. But now it's like, we have to. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I think one more thing I want to talk about, I just remembered. That made you cry? Yes. Like, tears in public. Um, my friend, Pilar Tompkins Rivas, is um, a curator at LACMA, mm-hmm. and she co-curated the opening exhibition um, for the Pacific Standard Time called Home, so appealing, um, called Home, so different, so appealing. And it's um, Latin American artists and LA artists um, all dealing with this notion of home, and it's mm. wonderful. It's amazing. There's so many great pieces. They did a really thoughtful, beautiful job. But um, my favorite piece is um, by uh, Camilo Ontiveros, and it's called Temporary Storage, The Belongings of Juan Manuel Montes. And um, he did this piece um, for himself, I guess, back when he was um, younger, a young artist, and um, where he the idea of home and like your belongings and what that looks like. And he did these pieces where he would tie up all of his belongings together in a big bundle and strap it down. And then like, that was the installation dealing, you know, with home and, and you know, that's temporary, it's moving. And so I'm just going to read this. Um, so for temporary storage, he gathered up his belongings, a mattress, bicycle, suitcase, and bundled them together with ropes and plastic, evoking the domestic cargo often seen in the beds of pickup trucks in Mexico. The 2017 installation uses the personal belongings of Juan Manuel Montes, who was granted protected status by the um, DACA program created by President Obama, but was recently deported by the new administration. Oh, wow. um, so just seeing, so he, the artist went to, you know, this student's mother and asked if he could do this. And so she graciously let him have all of his oh my stuff gosh. and he bundled it up. And that's the very last piece you see when you leave the show. So you go in through this whole thing, like thinking about the idea of home for everyone. And then the last piece you're confronted with is like, here's but, what's left when the right. government takes you away from your home. Right. And like nobody's really safe so once they start you know taking away immigrants rights they do have rights as humans Mm -hmm. then our rights are violated so anyway like just standing there and I went through a walkthrough with her with all of her friends and we got to that piece and I think everyone was just like standing around it crying because it's just so tragic but so moving and so beautiful and And so important yeah and just the timing Right, you know, they've been planning this exhibition for years, and so, have you know, having no idea. So when they approached him, he was like, I'm married, I have kids, this isn't my life anymore, Yeah. but let me think, and then this happened, and then he was inspired, so. Wow. That was, that, yeah. How long, do you know how long the exhibit It just for? opened, so okay. I think it's up for several more months. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I definitely want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, did you have a crybaby of the week? Somebody um, for this section um, of our podcast. This is where we talk shit about somebody <laughs> who is not a crybaby in a good way, right? Like Dell and I, but a crybaby in a fucking stupid yeah. way. Um, did you have one? I was only gonna say that I kind of 
One of my pet peeves is when everyone freaks out about celebrities, like, breaking up. Yes. And everyone was, like, yes. so, like, shocked and, like, losing their shit over, guess who? Anna Ferris and, and Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Oh, no. Like, everyone was just... Acting like they knew them personally? Yeah, and, like, I feel like all the headlines are always, like, your worst nightmare or right. like all the feels like which is my and then my like phrase everybody bubble wrap dax shepherd and Kristen bell like oh, they're the God. last standing but actually she had a really amazing clap back which was like everybody calm the fuck down you don't know them leave them alone yeah like it's who, fine also who fucking cares right who cares who cares who cares i hate that and i hate when um one thing kind of related to that is uh like, I'm kind of the asshole that when somebody, like, has to do the R.I.P. some random, like, old ass. Oh, celebrity um, that we've never heard of or seen in yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In obscure ass movies. Yes. It's like, um, I don't know who that is, but cool. Yeah. I'm There's sure you were one. moved. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you were moved. <laughs> so um, much that I've never heard you talk about this person ever before yeah, in your life. <laughs> I'm sure that you had heard of that name before and were so moved that you would write R.I.P. And Google them. And do, and do a Wikipedia. Um, I mean, it's cool. Like, it's good to, like, discover things yeah. through death. Like, you know, actually, that's interesting because... You just reminded me, um, Sam Shepard, who, That's you know, who I was thinking of. Oh, well, like, you yeah. know, I wasn't moved by him. I was just like, whatever, yeah. okay, like, cool, maybe I saw him in a mm-hmm. couple of things. He has, like, a I familiar... felt kind of dumb because I'm an English major, and I was kind of like, oh, oh. maybe I should know more about Sam Shepard. Yeah. Because well, he's a playwright, but... Whatever, you can't read everything. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the thing that made me cry about that was reading Patti Smith's, like, letter to oh. him. See, post. but she actually knew him. She knew him. Right? And I've read her all her books and I, she's amazing mm-hmm. and I feel like I know her personally. Yeah. <laughs> so like reading her beautiful words to her friend who she actually knew was mm-hmm. that made me tear up. But you know what the worst one was when like this was I remember I was a freshman in college <laughs> when Elliot Smith died. Oh and, yeah. Like, Fucking literally everyone, everyone lost, their, lost their, shit. their shit and spelled his name wrong. Every I single person it. spelled <laughs> Elliot with one T, how he changed their lives, how they're oh, his number wow. one fan, how like yeah. RIP, blah, blah, blah. And I'm right. Like, you don't even know how. Like, right. You can't even like respect the dude enough to like throw in that extra T. The extra T. Two L's, two T's. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That killed That's me. That's hilarious. Well, I remember that day too, and I was emo. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. I was emotional. Mm-hmm. I heard it on. I was driving to school. It was night class. NPR like announced it, and I was well, like, "Also, he died in a super fucked up yeah, way." Yeah, we still don't know. He was Which probably is murdered. Like, even if you heard that about, like, I mean, anyone, you'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit! That's fucking crazy. R.I.P. on my face yeah. right now. <laughs> You're gonna but, throw in another RIP yeah. for that. <laughs> but and we still don't know. Like it's unsolved still to this day. Yeah. Like it's still open case. Well, like, because because she maybe murdered him. Well, because he it's from stabbing himself in the heart. For those of you who right. are not <laughs> versed in this, um, he was stabbed with a pen? in a, no with a knife. No, with a knife, yeah. Yeah, like a kitchen knife. 
Yeah, like stabbed multiple times, right. like and, Shakespeare style. Right, and in like his heart. And like people don't do that to themselves. Like even if they're trying to and kill themselves. And then some people were saying that he like ran into it or something. That's weird. And that's I'm like, like I fell on his penis and got pregnant. Like that's yeah. not real. <laughs> oh, I don't like that comparison. Yeah, and also his girlfriend was in the apartment right. with him while it happened. Like. Supposedly taking a shower or something. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a fight and then she took a shower. Like, who does that? Yeah. I'm going to take a shower. It's so mad. Anyway, I... I think I've done that. (laughs) Well, you... Let's not not knock her for that. Well, you have to because, like, you We don't have any rooms. There's no walls. There's no wall. Or, yeah, yeah, there's no doors. I live in an A-frame that's, like, a loft with no personal space. Yeah. So that's, like, your only escape, like take a shower yeah either take a walk or take a shower yeah yeah those are your options <laughs> or um, just close your eyes right. don't look at each other just sit and close your eyes yeah i'm so I'm just mad imagining you. You i'm so mad at you i'm just gonna close my eyes with your backs to each other yeah. but like still touching yeah so at the end of our podcast we want to always end with a song that is about crying has the words crying in it because um, there are many there are so many and there's so many good ones and what's the first one that pops in your mind aerosmith <laughs> oh wow me too <laughs> crying yes that era of aerosmith 1994 was crying amazing crazy which is where we get the name from this is- what it comes full circle so i don't know if you remember but during this era of aerosmith snl did a sketch i feel like that was very accusatory (laughs) i don't know if you remember like i don't know if you remember because you're like littler than me okay but during in the 90s snl did a sketch um with adam sandler and they did this whole aerosmith bit and it was just him like singing over and over like crying amazing crazy because they all sound the same and they all have the same same melody director for the music video right they they filmed like the same person Mm -hmm. for all the music videos who did that adam sandler yeah but you can't find it anywhere because they took it all down because of copyright so maybe like when this podcast gets really famous it'll bring it back into the internet into the sphere yeah so I think, yeah, that's where our name comes from. But we both separately watched the video of Crying, which if you haven't in a while, you need to go back. Let's just play the song real quick so people can remember. Right. So there it is. (laughs) And if you have a minute, you should also watch the video. Um, I was confusing all the Cry and Amazing Crazy videos in my as head. As one video. As one video. Me and then too. when I watched this, I was like, oh, yeah, it's this one. So Alicia. 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 One of those. Silver Stone. Stone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Wine's kicking in. Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Or um, Alicia Silverstone. So Which I just remember, it? yeah, um... Okay, let's break it down because it was video, just so much '90s glory. So much '90s glory. One, the beginning was okay. Everyone needs to watch the video now. So if you're listening to the podcast, pause, go to YouTube, fucking watch the video, Pull over. and then let's talk about Steven Tyler's mask 
that he's wearing oh, at the beginning. Oh, yes. Like, why? Why? He's it's wearing like a, some weird sort of like a Venetian right. mask. Yeah. Or like, yeah, why? I don't know. It's got ribbons or... But it's cool. And also... Okay, so the video is Alicia Silverstone, and she is kind of a badass, like sassy pouty, her typical, you right. know. In her 90s garb. Mm-hmm. And like Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff! Who I always get confused with, um, what's the dude's name? Peter Sarsgaard. I don't know why. Oh, that's really funny. I'm always confusing yeah. them um, for some reason. But and wait, also Kiefer Sutherland, Su- mm. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, Kiefer, fur, fur, fur. Um, the three of them for some reason really like funny. mesh together. Yeah, like which one that. is married to Maggie Gyllenhaal? One of them is Ugh. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, yeah, Sarsgaard. Um, are all of those names like Nordic or something? Maybe, maybe that's they why all you look confuse exactly it. the same to me. Yeah. Anyways, she's making out Steve- with Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff is her boyfriend right. in the video, but then he like. She goes to the movie theater and he is uh, necking with another babe. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And she's like Canoodling. all pissed and like eating her popcorn all mad. Yeah, bitter. bitter and then um, she just starts rebelling in a bunch of amazing ways. And right. there's like she's, flashbacks of their relationship. She steals his car. She yeah. gets all these piercings into What is tooth? the tattoo that she gets of him? So at first it's like a heart that they have. Like he it's has like one a half. Fry, she, best yeah, friends. Yeah. Like but he what does has it one, say? I don't know. I tried to pause it. Oh, that's funny. And I couldn't yeah, figure it out. I, don't I know. think it's their names, maybe. Or their or... initials, probably. No, it's like two words. Oh, it's weird. like something. I think the second word looked like it said. But the funny thing or... is, like, it's so shitty. Like, obviously, like drawn on with yeah. a marker. It's like the worst <laughs> fake tattoo it's ever. So ugly. <laughs> and then she like gets it redone, like covered up with another yeah. awful ink drawing. Okay, and then when she's in the diner and um. Okay, there's a guy that she's like making hot eyes with. Oh right. And he steals her purse and she runs out and like oh, right. karate kicks him in the yeah, yeah, chest. Yeah. That guy, I right. was like, holy shit, who it that is Sawyer from Lost. Oh, I never I never watched it. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I saw the first two seasons right and I was just like Well, Sawyer is a babe. He's boring. he was a Calvin Klein model in the nineties oh, wow. and yeah, that was one of his he was I think it might have been at the height of his Calvin Klein modeling oh, times. Nice. Josh Holloway is his name. So I was really excited because I did not remember that. Probably because I was like eleven when yeah. this video came out. I feel out. like well, I sidetrack, I Googled this mm-hmm. clearly and read that this video launched the careers of all those people basically. Like Right, because we're talking about crying, we're talking about right. crazy, and we're talking about amazing. <laughs> yes. In case you didn't So like Steven Dorf was an unknown name back then and then oh really he yeah wasn't? and and then he got his like first big role after that video so one thing that i really love about this video also is when a little detail is god i they need more videos like this where they're it's like just like so yeah. it's like a movie i miss, it. I miss that era and it's really long it's like six yeah. minutes long they, they added extra chorus so that they could make it the a long video, video. Oh, yeah that's so badass so they could add extra scenes or the, do all the scenes Okay, so the detail that I love is Alicia is in the car and the car won't start and she mouths fuck. Oh yeah, fuck. And it's, and like, it's like super ooh, blatant, like that she she's saying fuck. fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I love that. That was like probably so, so like controversial cool. when they yeah. tried to like pass it through. Like I'm sure that was like a big deal. 
Um, yeah. Also, I read, you know how she gets her belly button pierced? Mm-hmm. Which made me really want to get my belly button pierced at age 11. I love that you said that because after that, like, belly button piercings spiked, like, tenfold. Like, that, like, launched or that, like, started the trend of belly button piercing. That Everything video. Everything in that video looks like now because the right. 90s it's are all so back. popular and, like, those stupid weird jean mom jean kind of thing except for like everything on her i felt like was so baggy like it was so oh, yeah. like boy clothes and now it's all like tight. slutty 90s slutty <laughs> like, 90s slut tight. yeah like you don't wear the flannels now like you tie them around your waist yeah like, that's not so yeah like it's back but it's like trashier yes. <laughs> which sucks actually. Totally <laughs> and like suck. can it be more trashy but yeah and then the ending is just like so weird because she's like on fuck a bridge, yeah. like fuck yeah, I'm gonna jump. And then there's no, there's no, and then it's like a terrible yeah. green screen behind. There's no right. clue that there's yeah, yeah, yeah. a bungee jump. It's totally right. And then like, who bungee jumps from the waist? Also, wouldn't that like irritate Rip out her belly yes, button ring? Her fresh belly button ring. Excuse me, dude. She totally bungee. <laughs> that's why she gets her belly button pierced. Is so that she can bungee jump from her belly button ring and hang on with that. And then like on the bridge, and then she's just like looking at him, like flipping him up. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. Which I, I you know you, you wanted. You were like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I wish I was that badass. But yeah, yeah. That, that and then it's just like, oh, she's not suicidal. She's just a crazy bitch. Yeah, like, she's crying. She's crying. And she's amazing. She's probably a little crazy. <laughs> totally. I mean, I watched the, uh, this like made me watch the amazing and crazy videos right. also. Damn. The amazing video, I didn't really remember as much because it's kind of a lot of just like showing somebody looking at a computer which is kind of boring oh is it like the motorcycle one yes they're like right on it and make out and then like kim kardashian and kanye like recreated it no like later when kim and kanye were on the motorcycle (laughs) they're just like crawling in the desert as infants um and that's how they got famous that was their first sex tape was baby um desert sex in the crazy video with jason london on a motorcycle um no, he is. It's like a weird science thing where he's on his computer and he's like making the most amazing babe, and it's Alicia Silverstone, duh. And then he like gets sucked, or it's like virtual reality. Right. That's what it is. The original in, VR. Yes. Wow. It all started by the director Marty <laughs> Kalner. Look at you with your notes. Um, I know. I prepared, and um, yeah. And then I like this also launched me into like reading more about Liv Tyler and how she found right. out that he was her dad. Oh right! At age eight, that's crazy. By just seeing her sister at a concert, whoa, and being like, "She looks like me." Holy shit! Is that shit. my daddy? I need to read this Wikipedia. Yeah, I went into a heavy, wow. deep Aerosmith dive. Aerosmith dive. Also, uh, yes, there's so many. God, I could talk about this for hours. Like yeah. seriously, because um, he did like this tell uh steven tyler did like this tell-all memoir mm-hmm. and you know he's always been in and out of like rehab sure a million times and one of the things that was like a cliff's note thing from um his memoir was i just find this funny that him and joe perry were having like a threesome with a bunch or an orgy. orgy. I don't know. Something. <laughs> they had a bunch of babes in bed. Yeah. And like the quote was something like, and then we woke up with a seafood surprise. What Meaning the fuck? Um, that they had crabs. <laughs> they got crabs. <laughs> That's amazing. 
So I just thought that was really weird. <laughs> also, and you awesome. mentioned the drug use. I also read that the song, like the, the you know the meanings of the song, is like what it obviously is, and then also like people compared it to like his on again, off again drug use. You know, crying or crazy or amazing. Which one? Um, crying or all of his songs? Yeah, or love in an elevator. <laughs> um, Crying. crying. Yeah. Like crying when I met you, trying to forget, like, you know, oh, just like your love affair with drugs. This is so, like, um, I don't know if that's real, but it's like, like it the is. equivalent of under the bridge downtown mm. is where I drew some blood <laughs> under the bridge downtown. What's the next line? line? I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. It's too hot. It's really hot. And, um, well, how do you feel, Del? Do you feel that we covered our crying territory for our very first episode. I think so. Um, if this actually makes it into our first episode. <laughs> this um, is a trial run. We never figured out how we're going to wrap it up, I guess. Um, kick it back to the song. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's end with this amazing track by Aerosmith. Crying. Loving it. Whoops, wrong song. Okay. I've been crying since I'm a baby. Yeah.